Yeah, you used to talk about getting even further south, somewhere where the sun lasted all year round. Probably got a big old diamond on your hand right now. Maybe a baby or a couple by now. We're back! Yeah! Woo! How about Bobby, them? You know how to freaking fire me up, brother. You know how to fire loving, me up. Guitar, guys. loving the I'm vibes. Guitar. It's official. For those of you listening, welcome back. You're looking at Gabe the is a big Jimi country Hendrix. fan. Somewhat. Did you just start playing with guitar? Yeah, I just started. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. I took hey, violin thank you, for thank about you, a year. You. I couldn't even use the chords or whatever. Whatever. The, Odyssey, I call them chords. For those of you listening, Strings. thanks so much for joining us. We're back. If you can't handle the heat, I'm your host. It be me, G Swizz, joined by, joined by my broski, Jodo. Yo, yo. Emma boy, Micah, how we doing, Micah? What's up? We're all fired up. Micah started off. On that absolute electric introduction, um, we're I'm gonna have another song show. for you guys next time. Mm-hmm. I think we should keep that going. We'll see how we'll see how that's received. Um, although, if you can't handle the heat, song's also fire. You know, either one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also fired for multiple reasons because not only is today another podcast, which we get fired about, we love talking, love talking shits for you guys, but also our first guest since we've kind of got on the Spotify strictly. Uh, Venture, exactly. Thank you. Platform. Joe. Spotify venture. Um, I like that. Venture. We're on a venture, <laughs> and you guys are here for long for the venture. ride here. Today we will be interviewing Joshua Tuyoti Mariner, who plays on the Atlanta Falcons. And you might be like, "How the hell do you guys know someone on the Atlanta Falcons?" And it's because volleyball, for especially in the Polynesian culture, volleyball is so deep rooted into it, where you meet a lot of people along the way as you grow up. A lot of them play volleyball, so you kind of know them. You stay in touch. Micah went to school with him. I mean, so there's a lot of different ways we know him. We'll get more into it once he gets on here, but we're fired up. This is our first guest in a long time. You know, we'll be kind of having him on and off kind of throughout the next couple episodes, but we got some other stuff to discuss. Joe here is getting into fights in Germany. I mean, there's plenty of stuff to talk about, Joe, before we get Joshua on here. Bro, yeah, I mean, the volleyball media never ceases to amaze me, in a, and more so in a bad way, I feel like. Just in general, there's such I don't, a thing I don't know. as Maybe. volleyball media. <laughs> You're listening to it, Micah. There's for sure, like international media. Yeah. You're doing it. This is about as, as <laughs> You're listening as to it. Like, just, just in general. Okay, first of all, for anybody who doesn't know, the Champions League tournament is going on right now. The first round of Champions so you League, what Champions the League pool League play, is. the group stage is going Champions on right now. So, okay, Champions League, it's very similar for those soccer fans we have, or football for those European listeners we have listening. We, uh, Champions League is the top teams in Europe. They play in a tournament, uh, tournaments, and it's a, it's a unique style where you have different qualification tournaments, and then a certain amount of bids are given to certain, certain leagues. So the top leagues have the most amount of bids given out. So Russia, Italy, um, those, two, those two leagues have... I want to say four or five each, four or five bids each given to them. And so each of the uh, top leagues in Europe, they all send their top teams from the previous year. And we, uh, and our club is participating in it. But right now the group stage is going on. So that means like there's five pools of four. And 
I was, yeah, like you said, I was getting in arguments this week with my team because it is ridiculous to me that there's two of the top teams in the entire in the world playing, and it's not on free TV. So many places in the world talk about wanting to grow the game and wanting for more fan, uh, for better fan experience, and to increase knowledge of the game and also uh, just awareness of the game. And so when there's a top teams from Russia and Italy playing against each other and it's not being broadcasted on uh, free TV and you're having to pay for the streaming service that nobody's willing to pay for, especially like people who have, I guarantee you nobody tonight knew that Mike in the U.S. knew that Micah Christensen was playing besides a handful of people. The, the, the starting national team American setter was playing in Champions League match tonight a really big Champions League match for them tonight, actually. And I guarantee you not many people knew about that. It was on free television tonight on YouTube. And for me, I I don't know. I, I get really frustrated when I see that stuff. And the Europeans try to explain to me about the money. I'm like, dude, if you want to make long-term money, there's you have to give stuff out for, for free. If you look at like any top company in all like the tech world, whatever, at the beginning of when they started up, they gave stuff out for free. And the vol- the people running the CEV right now is just a bunch of kind of old heads that, I love that word. they're not really thinking about wh- old heads. I know, and they're not really well. Th- I don't know. I wanted to get you guys take on this, but they're not thinking about the long term uh, growth of the game. Or like if you're if you're really serious about like wanting to make money, you've got right now you have to open things up and give stuff out for free and really allow people to see the game. And then once they see how quality of a uh, how high quality of a product you have then they'll be more willing to spend money but right now there's people who don't even know the matches are going they don't even know like what's going on right now and for me that's just frustrating because i'm like dude you're not like i don't get why you're making people pay 10 euros for a match to, to watch that nobody even knows who like who's on the team they don't even know the players they are they're some of the top players in the world but if you ask i don't know some if you guys were even like the average Volvo fan, I guarantee you they couldn't tell me three of the starters on some of the top teams that are playing Champions League. I don't know. I don't know what your guys take is. I think that's super true. I think even with beach volleyball, they had it was such a huge sport. Beach volleyball was such a huge sport in like what was it, the eighties or nineties? I don't even remember. Yeah. But back then with Sinjin and Karch and all of those guys and Mike Dodd, like when I look at those tournaments it looked like the coolest sport in the world. Like the beaches were packed. Everybody's freaking in freaking swimsuits, just having a good time. Like people are having crazy rallies. People are going crazy. Like, and then it just slowly started dying off because of a, uh, a TV deal that happened, I guess. That's what I've heard through the grapevine is that, um, they offered like a TV deal for NBC and then the people like turned it down and that would have taken beach volleyball and like blown it up. (laughs) Cause that on TV would yeah. would have like destroyed with the whole scene of everything, and now we're still trying to get it back. AVP like has changed ownership like I don't know how many times in the last twenty years, um, and people <laughs> are just trying to keep the thing alive, and and it's been doing really well now with Amazon Prime or with their Amazon deal that they yeah. have. But I think TV is a huge. TV is the number one thing that makes a sport big, um, and so. Putting it in front of people for free on TV is should be a no-brainer. Like, you, if you have any opportunity, you should be pushing to get your sport on TV. Like, that should be your number one priority. That should for be your free. number one priority. So if I totally see, agree. 
if you see in the Olympics, right, uh, they always say this in the Olympics. Like, it's such a hot commodity to go to, beach volleyball. It's, I think it's the number two, if not the number one sport, ticket sales, like pre-sales. Yeah, yeah, sales. it's always sold out. Everyone loves it, right? So I think that, again, like you said, just, like, getting it out there. And, 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 it's not, and, the, and the Olympics are on NBC. So if it was out there, more often people would watch it. Like, oh, this is so sick. And the good thing about beach volleyball is it's easy, easy accessibility rather than indoor, you know? Indoor, you need gym, you need all this kind of other stuff. So beach volleyball is a good way. And a lot of people channel either go, they seep in from the beach into the indoor, into the beach. So kind of they play off each other. And which is, I mean, and, and going back to the 80s and 90s, like you said, like you see those legendary pictures. I feel like, but I feel like it would still look the same now. But like you said, they didn't grow. It would still, they somewhat grew. Internationally, I felt it grew more. But like in, in the States, maybe not as much. Um, but it's bigger overseas now than it is in the States, even though yeah, it's still true. big that's in the States. True. But it would, it would look the same now. Like, you see those pictures of people just surrounding the court, you know what I'm saying, like on a championship? But now they have bleachers, though. So I feel like there would still be that many people around. But, but yeah, without... I've also, I've also wondered that as well. I've also wondered what it would look like without the bleachers and stuff like that. But it was also on TV back then, I'm pretty sure. That's true. I'm pretty true. sure it was on TV. That's true. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. All, all old film, yeah. I'm you can see it on dumb. YouTube. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it was on. It was on TV. I don't know. It's just, yeah, man. I don't know. Like, I feel like I mean, USA volleyball has gone through some definitely some, a lot of other stuff has gone through some. Even beach volleyball has gone through so many like changes, where it's just like sometimes you see the heads. I feel like we're. I feel like especially with indoor, we definitely beach not as much. It's not as organized. You talk to anyone about USA beach volleyball, it's not very organized at all. And I've been in that program for a while. Right, so you see opportunities just slipping right through their hands, and that's AVP. That's not even USA Beach, I think. Um, for sure. So I, I feel like US Indoor is pretty organized, though, for the most part. Like, like what I've kind of dealt with them. Like so far, so good. I feel like they're growing. Um, there's a lot we can. Yeah, do. a lot there's more, a lot especially in comparison, especially in comparison with the beach side. Yeah, yeah, for I sure. agree. Well, they've been together like a lot longer too, so you got to give them like that. Like USA Indoor's been. <laughs> I mean, beach volleyball's only been an Olympic sport since '96. Yeah, so. that's part of it. I'm sure why the funding. I mean, it's all about funding at the end of the yeah, day. That's Everything's true. about money. Dude, think about this: how much money does USA Volleyball rake in from HP, like high performance stuff? Dude, they what do you mean? they change the program. It's no, there's no longer what? HP really? program. They just announced this week. It's no, there's no longer HP. But it's the same it's thing. Called something else, and it's a well, totally explain. new. Why program. would they, they do that? Uh, I they. I don't. I I need to do more research on it before I start speaking on it. I have an idea of what I think it is, but we'll save that for a later podcast because I don't want to misspeak and yeah, give false I have my information. Own, I have my own thoughts on the HP program, not not towards USA volleyball, not towards USA volleyball at all. Um, but yeah, so let's get to our guest. I'm fired up. We're all fired up. We're gonna get Jake up on here, talk to him about the NFL and relate back to volleyball because he was a volleyball stud himself. I definitely think he could have gone the overseas route, but we'll get into that more. It's a hammer, With bro. We're now here joined by Jacob Tuyoti Mariner, number 91, defensive tackle on the Atlanta Falcons, NFC Defensive Player of the Week recipient, St. John Bosco football and volleyball baller, and a Manhattan Beach alumni. Jacob, I know you're Samoan. I took four messages of Samoa, so I want to <laughs> make you welcome here and say, Talofa, welcome Thank to our you. podcast. Here. <laughs> Thank you, man. That was that was great, man. You know what? That's probably the first time I've ever had to use Samoan outside of my classroom, right there. I'll be honest with you. So good, dog. You do well, man. But appreciate you. you guys for having me on here. Seriously. 
Yes, um, sir. You're joining from Atlanta right now, yeah? Yeah. Um, uh, here in Atlanta, it's super cold. We just had a practice today, and it was outside, and I was couldn't feel my fingers, but it is. You guys practice outside? Yeah. Dang, you don't With practice our masks inside. On, of course, so you gotta have the mask on, man. Dang, you practice with the mask underneath your helmet. I know. When you take your helmet off, you got to put the mask on. Oh, okay, okay. But helmet on, you're good. Yeah. Helmet oh, protects yeah. the COVID. Huh? Or helmet <laughs> definitely prevents oh, the yeah. COVID for sure. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, how does the pictures where you know there's sweat going straight onto my face mask? It was blocking all that COVID. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get out of here, boy. That's so awesome. <laughs> um. <laughs> The face mask is yeah, tight. dude, it can't. It the no. the hole in the face mask, it can't. It blocks right. it. Yeah, the molecules can't fit in there. <laughs> no way. Yo, I, 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 have, I, have, I have a quick question because so we were talking here. We were talking for a while about just like remembering because my brother and I, when we were playing, we were always younger than you, and when we we would just run over to your guys' court when you were playing. So Gage said you you had played for MB Surf. When you were playing volleyball back in, what year did you start playing volleyball? Uh, I started when I was in seventh grade. That was my first sport that I played. Uh, I seventh grade. Yeah, I started in, with OCVC, and then I went to MB Surf like my sixteenth year. Damn! And the the only the I mean the one memory that sticks out with my brother and I and Mike the same thing. He's just the arm that you had, and you were. I remember you blowing up kids like left and right always, and. Yeah, so for me, like, podcast, I didn't know we can lie. No, 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 no. We don't lie. We going, we only speak I'm the truth. I was going up the damn back wall with all my <laughs> bro, <laughs> the damn wall. I was like, oh, God. Bro, <laughs> guy bro your guys' team was freaking – bro, your guys' team was gnarly. I, I, wanted, yeah, I wanted to ask you, like, what, what was it about – like, what was it about volleyball that made you – uh, like, what, did did it bring out like a kind of like a aggressive kind of like nature in you, or was it more? Because so, you said it was your first sport, so was it like football that brought that out more so, or did volleyball kind of bring that like aggressive mentality? Uh, I don't know. I think the the you know sport of volleyball introduced me to the competitive spirit, just kind of like knowing what competition is because that was my first sport and everything. So uh, I didn't really feel the aggression until I started playing football and kind of seeing the physical aspects of a sport. And so I kind of was able to, you know, find a way to combine both with uh, aggression on the court with football and stuff. So football is where I found, you know, aggression in a sport. And then volleyball is where I found the, you know, the competition in the sport. But definitely love volleyball. That's, you know, I, I love it. That's my passion. I still love it to this day, but, you know, it is what it is. So when I was the last time you played? What was that? Yeah, you when is the last? No, no, when is yeah, the I last time you played? One fact. I play in my off. Well, I, I play in the off season, and I do do triples. The grass tournament. So, <laughs> if you guys, oh I play, shoot, I before. I play, <laughs> oh shoot. I, I well, Packer. I did. I did G Vegas out in uh, Greenville because that's yeah, that's yeah, like that's, a, I was just there. Yeah, that's like a monthly thing, and so yeah. I did like probably two tournaments out there, and then I've done like there's like a a tournament out here in Atlanta. Talk, I don't know what I forgot what it's called, but there's there's you know there's good volleyball out here, and I just I'll mess around sometimes, but I usually play sand volleyball out here too. So, dude, grass threes looks like it's where it's at. Bro, it's fun, bro. Grass it's threes so looks like, like I know. It's just fun. It's just a mixture of indoor and uh, beach. So, yeah, 
So I, Bro, I have a question. Take your, why don't you play? Oh, because you're all star. That's why. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> hey, don't forget. Hey. Just hey, just answer the questions, okay? Just answer the question. You don't. Not your podcast. Not your podcast. Okay. So I have a question. So yeah. two. Obviously, um, I grew up with Tui playing yeah. football and and volleyball for his whole career, and yeah. he always loved volleyball more. But his family had pushed him to play football because obviously. Uh, the opportunities in football are a lot bigger, yeah. both fi- financially and for scholarships and all that kind of stuff. So when did you decide football was going to be your sport? Did you have problems or did you struggle with being like, dang, I do miss volleyball. I like volleyball more than football. Or was it always like football is the number one love and it just so happens to also be the sport that I can make it to the NFL and freaking make it to UCLA? Um, definitely. I can feel, you know, where Tui's coming from because, you know, we, it, I love volleyball. Like I love volleyball. Like, I don't know what it is. It's just the sport that I picked up and the sport that I love. My parents played volleyball. My sisters played volleyball. So I always was around volleyball when I was younger. And then my brothers played football as well, but they were a bit older. So I didn't, I didn't, wasn't able to like, you know, pick up the football, you know, environment yeah 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 until i was forced to play football i was forced to play football my freshman year in high school uh by my mom she was like you're not, you're not, you're not you better play football and then so i just i would cry to practice every day bro like just yeah like, man just like not wanting to go to practice because i didn't want to play football for at sure all. and then it wasn't until, it wasn't until like um junior year of my of high school where you know i finally figured the same thing like football had a lot more opportunities for me uh, financially and you know future wise I just it was football the way to go and so I was able to pick up a few offers for football and you know full ride scholarships and uh, from then on I started you know kind of start loving the you know the game of football yeah but you know back of my heart still I guarantee you I guarantee if you saw saw our paychecks versus <laughs> what, you, <laughs> what y'all are getting, <laughs> you wouldn't right, be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's, it's, yeah but, you know, volleyball, it, it's a fun sport, but it was definitely a struggle. That's a great question because, you know, a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of, you know, dual sport athletes or even triathletes that, you know, love one sport, but, you know, the family's kind of, you know, stick them to playing all three sports. And all yeah. Sure. Sports. Especially today with specialization and like, I feel like everybody on any time that people ask me like to talk on something, like one of the main things they ask me all the time, parents, like young kids are like, do I need to specialize? Like, right. I'm sure you get that all the time too, because you play volleyball, but everyone's mm-hmm. so caught up on like, Oh, I need to specialize or like, is it better to play a lot of sports? Is it worse? Right, what is right. your answer to that? Like your super five minute or like five word answer to that? Oh, I don't know. Cause I know, cause words, I, nothing more. Words, well, cause I know that you've answered that so many times and I don't want I mean, like, this to be a normal. You know, definitely. It does have its pros and cons playing, you know, multiple sports. You can pick up, you know, different instincts from a sport and then translate to the other side with another sport. Like for me, um, playing volleyball, especially on the sand, you know, now, now that I play a lot more sand, it helps me with my agility on the field. 
and it helps me with, you know, my side to side action and just kind of my quick instincts and just, it helps me with a lot. So I feel like once you feel or find a way to translate, you know, instincts between sports, then you'll be able to, you know, see For the shows sure. of uh, sports. But if you don't, and it's, you know, you're trying to perfect your craft in each sport and you don't find a correlation between each sport, then it's going to be a bit more difficult because then you're not going to get, you know, you're not going to progress in the sports that you play because you're just trying to. You yeah. Know, you're working on two different roads yeah, and they're not at, they're not adding to each other. So if you're a multiple sport athlete, find ways to correlate between the two sports because, you know, it'll definitely help you in the long run. Yeah. That now, makes a lot of sense. Now you, you spoke about, uh, well, you read a lot of stuff about NFL players and a lot of them like to do stuff off the field, whether it's sports or different hobbies or stuff that kind of correlates back into how they play and how it helps them. Um, I want to kind of combine that with, uh, you're a Pacific Islander and there's a heavy Pacific Island, um, amount of players in the league and in, in, in NFL right now. Yeah. So, and I know that again, there's also a heavy amount of Pacific Islander players in volleyball. So I was wondering if there's any other players or, um, kind of community in the NFL that anyone else plays volleyball or anyone that we wouldn't expect or what we would expect or something you can kind of talk to about it or no? Uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, the, I mean, the sport of volleyball is literally in our blood. Like anyone, yeah. like Pacific Islanders, it, I don't know what it is, but it's just volleyball is the sport, the main sport that, you know, everyone can pick up. You mean, you can probably just walk on the street and see a Pacific Islander on the street it most likely will be able to play volleyball, but right. I don't know. It's just something in our blood that you know we love volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a weird. It is a weird combination, for sure. I I is there. I have a, I I have something. I brought it with Micah earlier, and I told him we're saving it for the podcast because I wanted to get your, I I want to get your answer too on this as well. The right. I I get in arguments a lot with <laughs> others, other athletes who are in team sports. And I firmly believe, like, I'm sold that volleyball is the ultimate team sport. And Micah, Micah was trying was, was defending football earlier today a little bit. And for me, it's, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like even sport like football or basketball, like, you, you get a couple guys. Like, you can win with a really good offense and just a complete, like, defense or opposite. Like, you can win with a really good defense and just, like, an average offense, I feel like. But in volleyball, like, if you don't have like every piece that can like hold his own in a way, like I, I feel that it's almost impossible, especially like the highest levels, like the highest levels, you can't get away with like not being able to defend or like somebody just not doing their job one day. I feel like it's just like really tough. I don't, and I want to get your take. Like if I'm completely off, I want you to tell me <laughs> if you believe that football is like more of a team. So I, I want to hear your answer, Jake. Yeah. I feel like, I can see where you're coming from, but I feel like, you know, both of them are a whole team. Obviously, they're a whole team sport. And the reason why I feel like volleyball is more focused is because there's only six players on the court and it brings more critical movements and like more focus uh, on the court because there's only six of the guys or girls that people are looking at more than 11 guys on the field or you know, 11, you know, for special teams, defense or offense. So I feel like it's more of a, you know, numbers game for that, for this team thing, because, you know, the barrel can be shanking all game and then it's solely on, you know, <laughs> on him. <laughs> and then you can, you know, look at the defense and the defensive ends not holding the edge, but you have other guys to, you know, you know, make them right. But instead of volleyball, 
where, you know, you can't have outside hitter, you know, getting blocked all the time. There's no one that can make them right. I mean, unless you're libero like Gage and you're just picking up everything. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so you're kind of saying there's less of a lifeline if you're struggling. Yeah. Like, okay. I, 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 you know, that's a tough question. That's a tough question. But for me, I, I, if you have like a, a stick, like a huge hitter, then you just give him all the balls. Bro, but you like, at the highest level, that doesn't work. No, I know, but that doesn't like, work, bro. <laughs> if you have like Leon, or if you have like one of the best players in the world, it becomes less even of a Matt, team sport. Anderson. But football, you dude, the same people that play offense don't even play defense. It's such a it's such a team sport. And I, I think like, we're looking at it differently. Like all you, me, and Jake, I feel like we all like looked at it differently. Like yeah, I look at more so like. Like, I look at it more like, okay, if he's not performing, the team's not going to win. Where you guys are like, okay, well, if he's not performing, then he has other guys that can back him up. But they can still win. That's what, I'm, that's what like, my take is that in football, you can have someone not do their job in, very well and win. But in volleyball, it's very difficult. I feel like the entire team has to play. That's why, like, right. I think we just, like, look at it okay, like, differently. Okay, I understand, I I understand what yeah, you're I think, I think you do bring a good point. Because I think we're looking at more as like a collective, I don't know, like a collective in the process type of thing more than the results, like what um, Joe was looking at it as. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, okay, I see what you're talking about, Joe. But even then, if you have one guy that's not scoring the ball, yeah, then you yeah, don't yeah. set him. <laughs> yeah, but I also have to no, say. I, no, 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 I want to bring that up. Because what if like some guy's not scoring, then you just don't set him, right? Yeah, but dude, a mat like you—it's really hard to win when you're just not setting like one position. I feel like it becomes like you—you're experiencing that with your club team right now a little bit. I feel like, yeah, like, yeah you've yeah. had okay, like okay. you've had—it's difficult to win. I guess the answer lies in your interpretation of the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I think so. Bro, Jake, I—I—I okay. I, I had another question. So yeah. like. I <laughs> I realize a lot in Europe here that there's a mentality, maybe maybe a lot with the older guys too, that guys like they just get to the professional level and they almost kind of like cruise, like their training style and stuff. It's like a lot. They just kind of like cruise more. Um, and I wanted to know, was there ever a point like uh, that you see guys like who just get to the league like, frick, I'm in the league now. Like <laughs> I get, I can just take it. Like does that happen in the NFL at all? Um, kind of, uh, it's different for, you know, different guys. I mean, I think, I think like if you are a guy, I don't know, it just depends on who you are. Like a guy for me who wasn't drafted, was, was signed. I had to literally work my way up to where, I, you know, I'm at right now. Like I literally had to come from the bottom in the practice squad. Then I had to work, you know, just my way, you know, into getting reps with, you know, special teams and defense. But it just depends on who you are. Like, if you're a guy that, you know, sole goal was to just make the NFL, then obviously, yeah, you're cruising. Like, you're just going to – you have money, you're cruising. And in terms of, like, you know, guys in the locker room, nobody's – I don't think, like, anyone's been like that. Like, so have I met? No. Like, no one's been like that where they're cruising because, you know, everyone just wants to get better. I know it's super a cliche answer, like, oh, you got to get better. You know, I want to get better. <laughs> but, you know, it really is like that. Like, guys just want to get better and, you know, hopefully make it to, you know, the second contract. I feel like there's a lot of – there's a super strong culture in football and basketball of, like, work ethic. 
Yeah. Like those two sports, I feel like people put so much more time than any the other sport too, though. It's into, also background. Yeah. But like these freaking NBA players and NFL players are doing so much more than volleyball players are doing. Well, like, I don't know. So much more. Like, what do you guys do in the offseason? I just don't know. That's the that's the only thing though, is that uh for volleyball, we don't have off season. Year round. Like we go I got I got here in August. Yeah. August 1st. And then I get home in April and I might have like a week off and then it's back to USA. Dang. Most people do nice to be an all-star. Yeah. Right. <laughs> dude. Oh my gosh. This freaking guy. Hey, nobody, oh, but like M- Matt Anderson, like yeah. last year he got one week off and they were talking about how like it was, he was like, dude, it was incredible. Like, I haven't had a week off in like eight years. And I'm like, eight years? You haven't had one week off? That is re- <laughs> And these freaking NBA guys are like, oh, we have no off season. Like, oh, being away from our family in the bubble so hard. And it's like, dude, these guys literally live overseas for eight months of the year and then get like five days off and then immediately are back in the gym. Like, there's no Not even off-season. half the pay. I don't know. I don't know if I would. I would want to do that. Like just kind of all year round thing. Nah, that's, that's dude. Tui and Evan are done. They're like, we're not leaving Hawaii for eight months, and then just to come back to California, we are staying here. So I need to go to. I need to go Hawaii so uh, I could fish with Evan. Bro, hit. Yeah, you can if you want his number or anything. You can. You should hit him up. Actually, in your off season, you should go because yeah. it's still like plays. one of the most. It's one of the funnest things of all time. He just, bro, you see all the fishes he has? Yeah. It's like a million fish. And and it's not even like small fishes too. No, 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 no. Dude, when he goes out, first off, he's, there's like five boats that fish that whole side of the island. Like nobody can launch from that, from that boat launch. He's seen people try. They can't. It's like super back roads, super country where, where he lives. Yeah. So they have freaking all of that is theirs to fish where he lives on the big island yeah at the bottom he lives in Ka'u. wow right you should go you should go i guarantee no, he'll bro. go with you hey, I'll gauge too. Nah, yep. I, i've been trying to get over there because he he still plays like pretty often like there's like grass or beach volleyball tournaments he came to he came to uh, honolulu he played with his brother emmett and uh he was telling me yeah uh for those listening, it's Evan Enriquez. He has his own uncle's Evan. He has his own fishing company. Uh, he was like, yeah, like where they go, basically no one can like, it's so rough out there where like no one like dares to like go out there. And he's yeah. like, he just goes out with his dad. And I I, I would love to go out <laughs> there. Like I've been talking to him about Dude. going. Like those are crazy. Yeah. It's a blast. It's a super good time. Now, yeah, now good. Jacob, you talked about hard work, right? You started, I think you were on the practice squad for about eight weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until this year, like, and then, then NFL, uh, or NFC uh, defensive player of the week. I mean, that, that's insane. But so you have a lot of like star players on your team, right? You got Julio Jones, Todd Gurley, Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, like the, like you got a lot of big names, right? And you see him progressively getting better. What? Because I mean, no matter what sport, right? So volleyball is more of a grind. Like you hear our schedule over there, it's always a grind. And you're coming from a, an also like a grind situation. Like, what did you take from those top athletes, and what kind of could you take? Or did you see something you were like, oh, I gotta kind of do that, or, or kind of right. implement that into my plan, or was it more nation, or just seeing some of those top, <laughs> right. or just be like, I can't do that, but I'm gonna try and do that, or something like that, <laughs> yeah. along those lines. <laughs> um, that's a good question. Uh, just kind of being around, like you know, Julio and you know Matt, Todd, 
definitely taught me how to be a complete professional and everything in a, in a sort of way. Um, you know, guys that have been inside the, you know, the league for a long time, you get to learn from them. And it's, it's cool to, you know, actually see what they do every day, you know, day in and day out. How do they get their bodies right in order to play to the best of their ability on Sunday? You know, how do they walk around and stuff? And don't get me wrong. These guys are great guys. Like Julio is one of the, you know, the greatest guys I've ever met. And he's so humble. He's so cool. He's, he's a super big leader in, in, you know, every way that you can think of. But, you know, just him exactly, you know, he definitely, everything he does, he competes in. And, like, he wants to be the best. And you can tell he wants to be the best. And I firmly believe he's the best in the league uh, at his position. So, um, and I stand by that. And, you know, he's probably the best athlete I've been around, you know, ever. That guy's a monster. You know, he, uh, monster. But he's, he's Oh, my God. I can't imagine. He's he, he competes in everything he does and he, he, he's willing to help people around him and just kind of, you know, you see him on the sideline coaching guys and everything. And just, you know, it's cool. It's cool to learn from guys like him and like Todd Gurley. He's, he's a, uh, he's a nice guy, goes around and makes sure everyone's all right. So, you know, it's good to, you know, be around guys like that. And, you know, a guy that's in my position, which is Grady Jarrett, he's in the D line. He definitely has helped me a lot throughout the years. So, so you talk about like the leadership that they have and now you're obviously playing with at in the NFL with like guys that are all used to being the man. Um and so how does that how does a leader one who's the best leader you've ever played with? Um what made them so special and how do how does the leader need to like in a group of freaking alphas who have always been the best at where they go? How does he get them to buy into the team? And how does he get like, how does he, what makes them such a good leader at a high level? Um, I wouldn't want to say like probably name one, you know, super good leader because I've had a lot of good leaders like in my time of playing football, volleyball and everything. But I know that for a fact that, you know, to be a good leader for, you know, I've that I've seen is like, you know, one, you lead by example. I mean, you, you know, you show what you're talking about. And then two, you're, you're active listening. Like you're not, it's not where it's your way or the highway. Like, you know, like you're not just one dimensional. You want to, you know, see other people's point of views and then kind of, you know, integrate that into your own. And so I know guys, you know, that respect, you know, like we said, like Julio and, you know, Grady and guys, you know, guys like that, Matt, Matt Ryan, you know, they, they listen, they listen before they even speak. And then when they do speak, Obviously, people listen because they do the same thing. They reciprocate, you know, the energy. So, dang. Okay. Now, yeah, that's an interesting characteristic of a leader. A lot of people don't think of listening. Yeah. Now, as we as we wind down here, Jacob, I want to ask two kind of funnier questions. First thing, um, fantasy owners. How annoying are fantasy <laughs> owners? Either telling being like, "Bro, I got the, I got, I'm picking you on defense. Like, don't screw me over." <laughs> Or be like, hey, go tell Matt Ryan to go do this or go tell who. It's like, annoying. How annoying it's, is that? It's pretty annoying, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, they're just trying to get their stuff. They're in leagues and all of that. But, dang. It, they think they bad. are the show. They think they yeah, are the like, show. They, like, they it's, care more the whole game the is about them. Our health, I think. So, but it, I think it's not as bad if you're a defensive player more than you're, if you're an offensive player. Oh, yeah. man. If you're an offensive yeah. player, you are getting the – 
beep beeps out of you. Like you are just, I know their DMs is fired up. Yeah. You're safe. You got to give these points. So it's it's bad, but I mean, they, they got to do what they got to do, you know? Like I hear, uh, I hear like moms benching their own sons on fantasy. I'm just like, bro, that's rough, man. Like that's that's tough. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, Michael. Michael would always on a couple shows. Michael always talks about at UCLA that if he that he could have tried out for the football team and made it. And I want to know what? what what's your opinion on that? Okay, wait, he was telling me like okay, if the uh, U, UCLA football I, team, I he would have made it. And this is not being. You know, oh wait, wait! No, no, no! I need to step no, in no, here. No, no, no! Because I always if you listen to this podcast, you know I've never ever said this in my life. I never said this in my life, and no, but, you can okay, check every podcast. Micah, don't lie on the podcast, man. Oh no, you can go back in the files. Come on, oh man, that's freaking heva. I never said. I never said that. You would, you know, being Micah, let him speak. Superstar that Micah is. He would probably make every sport that was at UCLA. Oh, that's yeah, every sport. I see, it. I see how it is, Joe. Team. What? what I see how it is, Joe. Joe, I see how it is. Okay. <laughs> Bro, you talk about that all the time. He would probably he'll make it. He'll make the team. Now, Dude, I'm all not right. fast enough to be on that team. Because I would have to be. I would have to try and be receiver, and I'm nowhere near fast enough. Why are you lying to yourself? Lob balls, bro. How about the lob balls? How about the Dude, those guys are so fast. Those guys are so fast. Do you not see your speed when you jump over the little scoreboard thingy? (laughs) (laughs) Bro, it's so not fast. Jacob. so not fast. (laughs) Jake, did you go to a lot of the men's volleyball games at UCLA? Did you go to a lot of the matches? Jake is a homie. Jake is the biggest supporter. I went to I went to like, like the big games where you know there was like the UCI or like you know USC obviously but fight you know I tried yeah, to you know, I tried to support my guy Michael I mean yeah, yeah and then most of my some of my teammates and like guys I played against throughout my NB Surf years you know I, they played on the team too but shoot I tried Michael bullies no yeah he was Mike. there Jake's Jake is also the nicest coolest person on UCLA campus. And literally can't go anywhere with this guy. If this guy, if Mike you walk down. No, no, no. He's a lion fest. Bro, I'm telling you, no. if you walk down the street with Jake, you got to leave your house like two hours early. Because everybody <laughs> wants to talk to Jake. Everybody wants everything from like, oh, Jake. Oh, Jake. I don't like, get, I don't hey, Jake. I hope you don't mind, but I got to I gotta go to class, bro. I'm an hour late. I'm an hour late, Jake. I got to go. I can't walk with you anymore. <laughs> bro, it took me three hours, three hours to go half a mile. You he's signing people, signing that, babies. He's signing Dude, babies. He's signing. Yeah, we should. We should make a tour down there. We're gonna be, we're gonna be kind of going cross country this, and then if there's a G Vegas tournament going on in Greenville, because I was just there for the AVP um, uh, Grass yeah. Nationals there, and like it's yeah. so nice over there. Like they, they got it down over there. So if you, I mean, yeah, for it's, sure, it's nice fields, yeah, huh? Yeah, super nice right. grass. Like, Walpaca is, like, muddy and stuff there. They got it, like, nice and trimmed and everything. They got the lights right there, too. It was, like, there's super this, well. There's this one tournament that I like that I've been to. It's called Pisca, and it's inside, like, the mountains. And it's not a – it's not a – it's not, like, a super hype tournament, like, where you – I don't even think you win anything. You're just camping. 
like you camp it's like campgrounds in the mountains and like the damn fields are like you could have a court on a hill all the way, like it's bad it's like a camp <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> sick but what's the name you, of this that's you gotta the, choose it's, it's probably the best one because after like everyone just parties at the campground and it's it's a one like that's probably one tournament that i told myself that i'm going to go like annually and try to go annually. dude that one is like the kind where you don't choose server you see if you choose side and you get a huge because <laughs> you're, you're looking down <laughs> like it, bro this side's bro. like a foot taller than the other side we're taking side. it's so fun that's what i like but hey man what's the name of it i really do need to come down and just play some volleyball down here 100 for sure so Joe, what's the name of that tournament where's it located it's in north carolina oh, i'm telling you i've been to so, a couple of tournaments out here i mean I yeah you're out. doing your thing over there Ah, come on now. I got to represent the West Coast. I mean, I, yeah. although I'm not good. Like, I'm not yes. Good. Uh, bro, I'm getting blocked. Shut and, up. You know, hitting balls super far people, out. But, people are know. signing waivers before they play against you. Insurance waivers. They're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> they're calling their mom. Just hey, mom. Just get destroyed. Mom, <laughs> get mom we, still got, we, still, we still got insurance, huh, mom? <laughs> bro, you got to see the guy on the other team. <laughs> Um, you gotta Jacob. see this guy on the other team. Before we let you go here, before we let you go here, uh, Joe was kind enough to send me your full name, middle name included. <laughs> now, as again, I'm a four. I I graduated. My language was uh, Samoan. So was it really? As a gra- as a, don't test me. You know. You know. I don't. Even, I don't want. I took Samoan. It actually it was, was though. Football players. And that's like, like it was screwed. Dude. Um, one of my favorite classes of all time. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I'm gonna try and pronounce your middle name and probably butcher it. Uh, Wait, where is the middle name? I know what it means because I literally probably don't. Yeah, you can help me out after I try my best. Right. So I'm going with Jacob. Nato. Isn't the first? Isn't that first part of that? Siosi. Siosi? Yeah. Sela Gienato. Because I know that. Bro, that's like. You're saying some Japanese stuff in there. I know. I I forgot the Italian. It's Italian, Japanese. Nah, it's a. Like, you were right. Like, when it comes to the G, it's like when you say the ending of sing. Like, Selangi. Like, you know how you have. You combine the NG. So, obviously, Selangi Nato. Yeah, so close. So close. <laughs> well, Jacob, this has been this has been. We're, we're gonna have to hit you up after this, definitely. That's. I just um, want to say really quick. That's UH someone, guys. I want you guys to see that. That is UH someone, a graduate. It's the only someone language. The UH someone program. Actually, my friend is the teacher of that. Who? Eddie. Who is? My, his brother. Okay. Who, what's the, what's your teacher's name? I had Eddie. Eddie. What's his last name? We just call him Eddie. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm, I'm almost completely <laughs> sure. I'm almost completely Eddie. sure that that's, uh, that's somebody's uh. brother. Anyways. Um, now, Jacob, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, um, before we let you off, again, I want to rede- redeem myself and say a little tofa soy fua. So I know a little, little I'm talking about. We'll hit you up after this. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jacob. You've been an absolute. Thank blast. you, Jake. Bro, proud you, Jake. of you. You're the man, thank dude. You. Thank you, bro. Jacob, 
is officially, like you said, Micah, one of the nice people I ever met in my in, in my life. That was like my first time meeting him, and I don't know how such a dog can be like so chill, right? So like very oh, well, so nice. mild tone, the and man. then just rip your head off on the. But so, I meet some of those sometimes, you know. Pacific Islanders are gently like really big teddy bears, you know. Like you love them, and they're very nice. Yeah, they're cool. And people. then they'll just yeah, hundred yeah. percent. They get along with everyone, like you said. Um, yeah, so that was our first guest in a long time, so that was awesome. And not only that, but Atlanta Falcon, and we're definitely going to be seeing him this summer. So for those of you listening, make sure you pay attention to our YouTube channel because there will be more of him to come, hopefully playing a uh, tournament down in the uh, the East Coast over and, there, the Southeast. And also, Gage, and also, Gage, two things. One, DM us future guests you guys want to see. If we get, like, a lot of the same answer, we'll, we'll make sure to get them on. And the other thing is you guys heard yeah. us talk about possibly – we're looking into maybe doing a little cross country trip or something or some plans for next summer or uh, we want to set up some like camps or events. So any clubs that are interested, shoot us a DM, shoot us an email out of system eight oh eight at gmail dot com about uh, figuring out a schedule maybe. We uh, we're we're kinda starting to put together some plans for some stuff next summer. So any clubs or uh, people that are interested in us coming and running something, hit us up please. I love it, Joe. Sick. Yeah, so that's going to be super, super fun and a lot of fun stuff to come. Now we're going to go to some advice sections. For those of you who have been sending advice, we're going to get to them. Uh, again, if you want to be featured, just DM us and we look at our DMs and we'll respond. And you can get a chance to be on the podcast. From Sydney, oh, I'm going to butcher this. Sydney Ndongu. I butchered that. Um, would you guys rather play on a team that always wins but you were on the bench or loses all the time but you get to play all the games? So, so I'm in that situation right now. I, I, I'm in a situation right now. We have a older setter, and I do not play a whole lot. And dude, I, I for sure love play. Like for me, my favorite. You always want to be on the court. I feel like in helping your team. I don't think you would choose to play and lose. I don't think. I think you like. Yeah. You never say, "Yeah, I'm gonna play and I want to, and we're gonna lose too." So I don't know. <laughs> I, I suck. For so sure, you want to play, so play and win. Play and win is what you That's a do, really good question. Play and win. That's not always yeah. Joe. But he That's said, not uh, an answer. That's not a choice, That's Joe. not a choice, Joe. You don't get to do that. Wow, dude. So <laughs> you're either playing or losing or... Uh, or bro, I always I wanna, choose, I'm all about winning. I, I was going to say, I would choose on the bench and winning. Win, 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 baby. Take one for the team, yeah, Micah. That's what I like to hear. Keep yourself off the court. Way to take one for the team. From... We're going to well, go... Yeah. I would... I, I'd have to yeah. say win. I mean, I've been kind of been in that situation my freshman year, so I get it. But it sucks. But if you're really a team player, you'll definitely make it. It sucks, and you're losing, and you're and you're on the bench too. Or oh, if you're yeah. playing, because I've just, been on that too. It's just such a crappy, crappy uh, yeah, vibe on the team. Yeah, losing sucks. Situation. So now from Hudson Volleyball. This is a question for Joe and Mike as a setter. I was wondering, what's your advice on setting consistent tempo balls and out of system setting? Mike, I think we answer this, but. Um, oh, I think we answered this. We yeah, we answered this. Maybe it's a different. Maybe it's just a different question because we get some repeat okay. questions. But out of si- make sure it's like hittable balls and out of system is like you got to put the ball high and close to the net. Give your chance a hitter a chance yeah. to do something with it. We're gonna go. About that's, that's all I have to say. We've got two um, more questions here. Oh, you can continue. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I was gonna go. I have some questions here. Um, I'll, I'll gonna, go one more question for me. Off. Okay. Um. How do you get teammates to take practice more seriously instead of fooling around and wasting reps in the gym 
at the high school slash college level. How do you guys switch from? I love this part. How do you guys switch from? Gage, awesome, we answer funny, this, bro. Damn it! This is an old one again. Yeah, I think you're, you have the same questions, man. <laughs> All right, I'll. Joe, you're always wait, wait. messing it up, Gage. Always messing it up. I am, dude. Um. All right, really. Qu- we got from. F- okay, let's go. Let's hear it, Gage. <laughs> okay. All right, Gage. Go ahead. Go ahead. Imagine you're. Imagine you're a manager of a club with unlimited budget. If you could pick seven players from any country, any team to form your That's dream team, good. who would you pick? Dude. That's really good. I'd pick myself. Just kidding, you know. <laughs> myself. All the All money invested into myself. <laughs> All the money invested into myself. <laughs> oh, God. Unlimited money. Who would you pick? I want to uh, know. Leon. I want to know. I'd go Leon and... Sander on the outside. Uh, Sander's tough because he just got back from an injury right now. Dude, if he was like fully healthy, Sander, then I easy lock for Sander. I I love his style of play. But if if it's not a fully healthy Sander, then um uh, let's go opposite. Opposite, I would go um dude, freaking Namir is a beast right now, but. But I would go uh, Mikhailov, I think. Um, I like him. He's just so consistent in big tournaments. I don't know. And he's just like so experienced. There's so many opposites. It's so hard to choose. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Who, setter, I would go Bruno, dude, because that guy just wins. <laughs> that guy just knows how to win. I love him. That helps. He just knows how to win. And it's like, I don't know. He, he wins like every major competition. Like that's the guy you want running your team, I feel like. That's true. Micah? And Micah, Micah will... Lero, for sure, go e- Ishoj. Uh, middles... Dude, this is so hard to pick. Because it's like... Yeah, this is, this is hard to do it fast. Probably Lissanach and... Uh, <clears throat> maybe Muzerski? I don't know. Muzerski... Let's do that. Lissanach. No! Uh, what's his name? The young Russian middle. I like him a lot. Frick, I don't know. I uh, let's move Yakovlev, on here because we can Yakovlev. we can discuss this. For Kurkayev. That's the, I really like Kurkayev, Kurkayev. actually. Okay, really mine like would be him. Bruno would be my setter for the same reasons you said. Um, with Bruno, I would definitely put Lucas because those two together are just. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. They they're just their chemistry is crazy. Um, and then the other middle, um, let me think really quickly. The other middle, Muzerski, and then, um, did I say Libero, Eric Shoji? Yeah, no, I didn't. That's four. Then the opposite, Mikhailov, like you said, um... And then that two outsides, Leon. Kubiak, too Polish. <laughs> well, yeah, because you have such good offense that you want your other outside to be just nailed. Receiver, yeah. Yeah. Mm, Sanders pretty nails. Yeah. I, I think it goes Sander. If he's, like, fully good, yeah, fully healthy and everything. Yeah, if Sander's Sander. fully healthy, yeah, and Sander, I, I'd copy you. Yeah, it's it. maybe just change yeah. the middles. Okay. All right, we're, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. 
All right, Gage, you go. For me, I just go the entire Japanese national team because I just I don't care about <laughs> winning. I just love watching them play. Phenomenal. No <laughs> no, those guys, those guys are something. <laughs> I love it. I just freaking love it. The warm up, the whole part of it. I love it. Continue, Joe. Sorry. All right, last question here, and then we'll close out. Again, everybody who submitted questions, and we said we were going to get to them. We'll get them that in the future. We got so many questions, so keep sending them. We love them. Um, we could do a whole podcast with just them. But we got from Rye here, uh, DM, can you guys talk about your academics throughout high school and, you, and university and how much time you devoted to it and all that sort of give a schedule of an average night through high school and college? Were you guys focused on grades and that type of stuff? Gage. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Uh, let's have let's uh, let's have our honor student take this one. No, no, okay, here. Let me let me before I say this. All Big West academic. Listen here. Team. Listen here. Listen here. I am current. I once I graduate in a semester, we will have a full podcast dedicated to the my a, a lot of my academics because I could go on this for hour for an hour or hours, and I've had many conversations about this. But there are coaches on my roster that sometimes listen to our podcast. So I do have some, although I do have a lot of skin in the game that I talk about, like I talk some shits about stuff. I still have skin in the game. Like I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to go fully into it because I want to wait till I'm graduated. And I will tell you guys all the stories with evidence, with pictures, a story, the craziest shit some of you ever heard of, but I'm not going to go into it right now. I will say, I was just going to give you a brief answer. No. Thank you very much. More to come. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, for us, I mean, at Hawaii, the biggest thing is like you have to you have to focus on academics because the coaches put a strong emphasis on that, and I've always appreciated that. Even in high school, our parents like wanted to make sure we were getting good grades. They weren't like crazy like you have to be like straight A's and all this. They're like put in the effort, make sure that you're no not. Better than eligible, but make sure you know that you're getting A's and B's and um, and that you're putting in the effort. That's all they want to see, and they're they're not gonna make a big deal about one bad grade here and there. But um, I for sure like always took it pretty seriously because I knew that like I my degree was very important, especially because there's a lot of money going into it. And so uh, in college, I it was the same way. Like when we traveled, I always made sure to take care of my great my academics. And uh, I don't know, Micah, if you have a quick answer for that. No, I don't have a big answer. Kind of just same as you guys. Not not a lot of time, but just try and do as best as you can do. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much all I got. Yep. Um, Gage, why don't you take us out? Now, again, if you want to be featured on this, hit us up. We'll have, for that, especially for that last question, we have way more juicy intel coming in about four months from now. And I'll help share everything there is to know about that whole situation. And balancing academics and volleyball, in my point of view. The Jedi are evil. Are evil. Sorry, Star Wars quote. Um, boys, you have been phenomenal. Jacob has also been phenomenal. Again, our first podcast with a guest of Psyched, with all three of us talking, you know. So it was super, super boys for all of us to be on there. For Jacob, um, a lot more to come. And remember... If you can't handle the heat, got a damn goddamn kitchen. This has been another episode presented by Out of System. Shoots. <laughs>